This is Bariatric Life Podcast with Amanda and Chris. We are not doctors, nor have we ever played one on TV. Please follow your doctor's advice. We are expressing our own opinions. You can always reach us on Instagram at Bariatric Life Podcast or on Amanda's Instagram at Amanda's VSG. Thanks for listening. Check out the show. Hello and welcome to Bariatric Life Podcast. This is Amanda. And this is Chris. Today we're going to talk about our current events. Kind of bring everybody up to speed. It's been a busy four or six weeks for us lately. And you know, we got a lot of podcasts done up front, especially with some of the interviews. And so we're getting back into the habit of doing the quote-unquote live ones, not be one to say hello. (laughs) So these are our current events, not current events in the news. Because let's be honest, this kind of very depressing and sad and not at all motivational like we had hoped this podcast would be. Yes. We're not going to talk about that shit. (laughs) So let's start off with your birthday. You just had your 39th birthday. I did. I am, as my dad likes to say, um, I'm on the downward slide, and that kind of hurts my feelings, as I'm sure it hurts yours. (laughs) (laughs) It does, since I'm older than you. Yeah. So my dad did not get the birthday card in the mail on time. It's actually mailed after my birthday. (laughs) Which means they forgot. They didn't forget. I got a text from my dad on my birthday. And a call from my mom a couple days after, which was really because she didn't know how to make the rice from HelloFresh. But the card my dad sent me, I don't know if you saw it. I didn't. It said, um, sorry, I didn't get the mail. It was a, or the front of it was, you know, talking about people in their 40s and this, that, and the other, and 40 this, 40 that. And I kept thinking, in effort, I didn't even know how old I am. And then I opened it up and it said, sorry, I didn't get it in the mail on time to get to you for your 39th. So I figured I'd get an early start on your 40th. Oh, cute. And it made me chuckle. I almost bought you a 40th birthday card and I was going to slash it out and write 39. (laughs) Kind of like I do with Sid with the adoption day and the birthday. Yeah. (laughs) So what did you get for your birthday? I got uh, some beautiful cards a delicious dinner, and tickets to a comedy show. We're going to go see Craig Robinson, a.k.a. Daryl from The Office. Just the two of us. Just the two of us on a date. No children, no dogs, no cats. I don't even know what to do with ourselves. I know. We'll have to talk to each other. We'll just listen to Craig. That works. So on your birthday, we went to Jim and Nick's at Barbecue Joint. Yep. In the past, I would have had the brisket, mm-hmm. and I thought about having the brisket this time, but I knew the portion would be so ginormous, Yeah, and then I would have, somebody would have had to eat it for days, or for me, it would have been days, for you, it would have been all day, mm-hmm. but I opted not to get the brisket. And instead, I got something off the kids' menu. Their kids' menu was a little lacking. (laughs) It was. I don't know if that is still, like, post-COVID 
type selection or if they've just scaled back their kids menu i don't know but the only barbecue thing i could get was a pulled pork sandwich which looked delicious i didn't eat the bun i ate right. the pulled pork with some sauce and then i had that moment that i have at every restaurant where it was what side do i want to get should i get a healthy side or should I get what I actually really want? And I went with what I really wanted, which mm -hmm. was mac and cheese. And I couldn't eat. I ate majority of my pulled pork, and I had just a few bites of the mac and cheese. But it was really just enough to satisfy that craving. Mm -hmm. So it worked out for me. And I noticed, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but I noticed you didn't eat the bun. And I know you have concerns and issues with carbs especially like pasta and breads and stuff like that but i don't know if we had talked about our our flavor first thought which for yeah. us since we don't you've eat out often you've talked about it a couple of times okay well then we'll just move on don't bore the people with your <laughs> but i did opt for flavor first that day and i even when we got home i had planned for and had it in my head that I was going to enjoy a, a, birthday, a birthday, birthday cupcake and birthday ice cream. And I was looking forward to that cupcake and ice cream. And I ate it and I enjoyed it and I tracked it and I moved on with my life. Good for you. Yeah. So that was enjoyable. And I do appreciate when I was asking you what you wanted for your birthday dessert. I appreciate how you were trying to go with something more bariatric friendly yeah because I, I felt like it would have been a dick move for me to sit there and enjoy something that was decidedly not bariatric friendly yeah and then i quickly talked you out of that because it's a birthday and i can have a treat every once in a while i planned it i tracked it i moved on with my life i will say my total calories for that day we're 14.52, which is on the high side for me and kind of gave me a little bit of feelings. Mm -hmm. But also, I realized that still, I'm sure I still had a deficit because I work out. Right. And I don't usually eat that many calories in a day, so it all evened out in the end. Right. It's, it's not a, a recurring number. No, but I did check my tracker today, and my lifetime average for calories is 792, which is like almost half of that day's calories. Right. But, I mean, it's a special occasion. It's not, there's not birthdays every day, thank God. We that would, would be expensive. Yeah. We would spend millions on presents and everything else. But, and, and like you said, you, you work out too, and you've got a, a pretty hot streak running on daily walks. Yeah. So I started off June with the goal of walking five times a week and somehow that turned into walking every day. And then I was like, I'm not breaking this streak. So for the month of June, I did walk every day. And then I was like, let's just see if I can keep this going. I wasn't going to. I was going to take Saturdays off. Yeah, you'd originally said you were going to take at least one day off a week. And 
You have not. I have not. So <laughs> as of today, it's 42 days in a row that I've walked. And I'm going to see if I can make it to 50. Which will then turn into 60 and then 75. Might as well go 100. Well, if you've done 100, then, I mean, let's make it 120 so it's an even three months, four months. And you know what? What's what's another 60 so it's an even six months? And by God, let's let's just go ahead and do 365. I mean... There are definitely worse things. I There are worse things you could be I passionate could, or addicted to. I could be doing drugs. Right. Or an alcoholic. Or in prison. But instead, I'm just walking. Yes. That's not so bad. Oh, ooh, you should track the total mileage. And when you get up to 500 miles, we can play... Oh, shit, what's the song? I Would Walk 500 Miles? Yep. Yeah. Is that the actual name of the song? I think so. Oh. Or maybe just... Well, that's unoriginal. It might just be called 500 Miles. Well, when you hit that 500 miles, I want to walk behind you and play with a, that. With a boombox? Yes. Circa Love Actually. Did they do that in Love Actually? Because I was thinking of that John Cusack movie. Ugh, I can't think of the name of it. But I also won a, a, a thing for my employer which is the state of Tennessee, shh, don't tell them that I mentioned this, but whoever participated in this 5K in the month of June, they sent out a list of, like, who are the fastest walkers and runners, and I was one of the fastest walkers. I believe that, because... And I am getting some kind of prize, but I don't know what. It's probably a t-shirt and some pins and maybe a turbos mug. I don't think it's anything nice like that. <laughs> it's probably like a state park magnet or something. A piece of paper. Congratulations. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Nothing, just a piece of paper and a stamped signature from, <laughs> from some politician somewhere. Some politician. As of today, I've lost 68.73 pounds. Woohoo! That's so close to 70. Mm-hmm. And... When I'm being rational and reasonable, I'm like, holy shit, 70 pounds. That is a lot of weight. That's like a fourth grader or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much fourth graders weigh, but it's a lot. Well, and so when we brought the air conditioner up here, and I know we talked about that on a previous podcast, you had lost more weight than the air conditioner weighed oh, with yeah. the box. And... That thing was heavy as fuck coming up the stairs. Yeah, but when I'm not in my, like, when I'm not in my rational brain, I'm thinking, can't believe I've only lost 70 pounds. That's so ridiculous. Well, no, I, I understand why you can get into that mentality. And another way of looking at it is you've lost almost a third of your weight. Huh. Yeah, I guess I have. So you can look at it as, I've only lost 70 pounds. Or you can look at it as, I'm down to two-thirds of what I was when I started. Yeah. So speaking of brains being stupid, the other night when we had pizza, I was like, oh, it's two slices of pizza on my plate. Which I just recently started to be able to eat pizza which is amazing because i love pizza so much 
I couldn't eat it before. It would make me sick. But I'm finally to a point now where I can eat it. But I put two slices of pizza on my plate, and I, even as I was doing it, I was like, I can't eat this. What am I thinking? But I still put it on there. Like, pre-surgery brain was like, you used to be able to eat four slices of pizza easily. Surely you could eat two. Surely two is just, it's just enough, just big enough. And I had to choke down the last few bites of the one slice because I didn't want to leave it. It was so delicious, (laughs) and I only just now started to be able to eat pizza again. So I did eat the entire slice, even though, like... And it was a smaller slice, too. It it wasn't... It didn't make me sick, but I I knew I should have stopped. But I didn't, like, feel bleh after I was done with it. Along the lines of, of food, so when we were laying in bed, having our birthday ice cream and cupcake. I had asked, because I didn't know what dumping syndrome was. Yeah. I'd asked, you know, what is it? And you explained how it comes about and what some of the um, symptoms and occurrences are when you're going through it. But that was kind of the end of where we discussed it. Did you have any dumping syndrome? No, I didn't. And I think... I was aware of that being a possibility, so I ate slower. Ah, okay. But I did eat all of my cupcake and ice cream. I didn't eat all the frosting. That was a lot of frosting. It was. And it was weird frosting. Yeah, it was kind of (laughs) cement-like, sweet, but bitter. It was was weird. Yeah. I mean, I'd eat it again, but it wouldn't be my first choice. I wonder if it was because it was in the fridge. Could be. But they always have cupcakes in the refrigerated area. I think we keep our fridge colder than most other people. Than the cupcake fridge? Yeah. I mean, most people don't get ice chunks in their milk. And that's a regular occurrence for us. So I just bought this Isopure Fusions. And it's a protein powder that you can put in water. And has like, I think I got like Tropical Punch or something. So it has a slight taste to it. This is the first time I'm drinking it. You just made a face like it was the most god-awful thing you'd ever put in your mouth. I can't decide if I like it or not. Now, I tried one other Isopure powder once before that was allegedly flavorless. (laughs) And it was not flavorless. Is that the one we threw out just just a few days ago? No. That stuff was too sweet after surgery. Mm. No, this was flavorless in a packet, and I put it in, like, almond milk or something, and it tasted terrible. But I thought I'd take a chance on this protein powder for water, and I don't know if I like it or not. Can I try it? You can. But now I'm going to have to change, delete that recording on my Hydrate app. Mm. It has, like, a little bit of a... I taste the tropical punch as more of like an aftertaste. Yeah. It kind of tastes like expired tang at first. It almost has like a film or something to it. I don't know. I can't explain it. I don't know if I like it. I hope I didn't waste like $30 or something on it. But I'm always looking for new sources of protein. Right. Because that's, you know, one of the 
biggest nutritional concerns for VSG. Yep. Well, for any weight loss surgery. Good point. What else has been going on? Oh, man. So, I'm applying for new jobs. Yeah. I am not. Yes. You you have a new job. and you, you just want to be like me and get a new job? I do. I also want to stay out of prison because my current job is making me contemplate three hots and a cot. We talk about prison on the podcast <laughs> a lot. <laughs> we do. For two people that have never been to prison, we talk an awful lot of shit. We talk about prison a lot. So... I say so a lot, I've noticed. And sometimes I edit them out. But I'm not going to edit edit, edit out those because then it will (laughs) mess up the whole thing. I still think we ought to do a a behind-the-scenes one where we just... It's all of the, the prep and everything else that goes into it, completely unedited with all of our shenanigans and tomfoolery... Do you know how often we pause when we talk? Oh, I can imagine. It's probably a lot. I have to edit out so many pauses and make it sound like we're actually having a normal person conversation because we are very deliberate in what we say that we pause before we say it. And then it's like when I'm editing, I think I'm going to shove a pencil into my ear. (laughs) Because we both pause so much when we talk. Well, and, you know, it also sounds like one and or both of us were in a barrel when we were using that horrible mic, which Blue Yeti, highly disappointed. All right. You're still on this microphone. I am. We It was like the third or fourth mic we tried, and it still is... Pales in comparison to the mic on the Anchor app on an Apple iPhone. I wonder when the new iPhones are coming out. Soon. I saw a thing pop up on uh, Tech Feed yesterday. Oh, because I'm going to get one. Really? Yes. I mean, you haven't even had that one a year. Yes, I have. Have you? Yes. Ooh. Isn't that surprising? It very. <laughs> I didn't get the latest iteration. Versus the note that I had for like six years. Shush. (laughs) I like things. I like things. So we had a conversation recently with our friend Nima. Nima! I hope you're listening. From My Gastric Sleeve. You can find him on Instagram at My Gastric Sleeve Podcast. Or his personal page, Nima Speaks. N-I-M-A speaks. Speaks. No space. No space. Oh, I shouldn't say that word too loud or Dobby will Yeah, Dobby will come over here and he'll tell you all about it. Yeah. I think he's asleep. Although he looks a little crashed out right now. No. Had a very busy night. Anyway, Nima. We talked with Nima and he was so cool and reassured me because I was feeling... Some things about that episode that I couldn't hear myself on. And I was like, I'm just going to give up on this podcast. I'm over it. And Nima was like, hell no. Keep going. And he was naked when we talked to him. I don't know why he had to share that with us. Well, I didn't want him to feel weird or anything. So I got naked too while we were talking in the garage. 
Yeah, that didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. (laughs) That didn't happen. But we're talking about interviewing each other for one another's podcast. And whether he likes it or not, he's going to be our best friend. Yep. And, I mean, really, so when we were, I forget what we were going to your parents for, um, but it was the first time I'd listened to any of the bariatric-type podcasts, and it was Nima's. And I remember saying, like, you know, as we were on our way, like, kind of sounds like it might be fun. He sounds like he's having fun. It was one of his where he was saying he does it for him. Right. And, I mean, we kind of talked about it the rest of the way to your parents and then even later that night. And I think that's really kind of where the idea came from for ours. Yeah. And we have fun doing it. A lot of fun. I don't have fun editing it. I bet not. Because there's a lot of pauses. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, Shatner. Is it? I was going to say, would it be worse if Bill Shatner was doing it? You were doing your Shatner. I was. I can do it more often if you'd like. I kind of want to stab you in the ear now. (laughs) 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 So what's interesting was the other day I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to download the Noom app again. I had done it before. I never really got too far in it, but I downloaded the app and I was kind of toying back and forth of whether or not I wanted to do anything beyond the trial version because I have like a two-week trial Mm -hmm. but I really like the little lessons that it gives you and they've done different things with the app since the last time I did it and there's like noom coins and that you can earn I don't know what can you trade them in for stuff I don't know or do you just earn them like a game or something I don't know I mean usually if you earn them in a game you can spend them on something That would be cool. But I was toying around with, I had even like downloaded it, got the free trial, deleted it, and then re-downloaded it. Like it was this whole thing. But really, I like the little daily lessons that they have. Because there was one the other day about thought distortions and how your stupid brain can tell you stupid things that you believe and so on and so forth. Well, then... I was listening to Nima's podcast and he was talking about how he's been bad at tracking lately. And he was like, and I'm going to download the Noom app. And I was like, well, if Nima's doing it. (laughs) (laughs) And because you had asked earlier about the double tracking as far as food goes. And that's always been an issue for me in the past. I find it unnecessary to double track, but it pulls over my info from the Berrytastic app, Mm -hmm. it doesn't give me the breakdown of the color because Noom uses a color system of green, yellow, and red. And it doesn't break it, the food down by that. But I feel like that's okay because I'm really there for the lessons, Mm -hmm. the daily lessons. And I also wonder if like stuff like this or my benchies group that I'm in or the bariatric book club that I'm in. I wonder if all of this is a substitute for the lack of like a surgical team that I can go to. Like if I had done it in 
had my surgery in the States. Maybe, but even if you did have a, a surgical team that you could go to, you still need a non-surgical team support group. You need people that are going through the same challenges, the same learning curves, either that you are or they, they're they either going through them at the same time or, oh, I remember when I was at that stage and X, Y, Z versus somebody that, and I'm not trying to put down any surgical or medical team, but sometimes they can come off as very dictatorial and I know better than everything else because I'm a doctor. And sometimes it's nice to have somebody on your level saying, this is what I'm experiencing too. That's true. So I wonder, I have like a week left in my trial and then you can't to my knowledge, you can't do a monthly deal with Noom. You have to do like five or six months or something. And I'm debating whether or not I want to spend the money for it. I mean, my my opinion is the same. It's always been. Try it. And if it works for you, if it helps, keep it. If it doesn't, you tried it. Wasn't your thing. Move on with life. I really do enjoy the lessons, though. And I mean, what, what's the worst that will happen? You'll eat some foods that you don't like or don't necessarily agree with you, so you don't eat them again, or you expand your knowledge or an understanding of something. I, I don't see a downside. Well, I guess my downside is, like, if I don't really play games on my phone, and so you know how easily I get bored with mm-hmm. stuff which I haven't gotten bored of you yet, which is surprising. I know. But But I'm afraid that I'll spend the $120 or whatever it is and then get bored with it and stop using it. And then I just wasted that money. Okay. So you had surgery in January. Yeah. When did you start using Veritastic? Before surgery. Okay. And so here we are in July. So that's six months. Do you still use Veritastic? I do. Okay. Even though you're not playing games on your phone? Yeah. You see where I'm headed with this? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this look of, what are you talking about, crazy man? No, I get what you're saying. I just don't want to waste the money. Well. And stop using it. I mean, if you you look at it as like an e-reader. Yeah. And not necessarily something like you're obligated to do every single day. Because I think that's where, at least I know for me, especially with games and stuff, that's when I start to kind of burn out as if I feel like it's a daily obligation to do something, then I get significantly less enjoyment or benefit from it versus this is something I want to do every day. Yeah. So if you look at it, you know, Try to go at it with the, oh, I'm going to read this lesson because I want to. And then if you don't read a lesson for a day or two, don't feel like it was a waste. It's just I didn't want to read on those days. The lessons are short. They're not, like, time-consuming. At most, it's, like, eight minutes of my day. Surely I could take eight minutes of my day. I spend eight minutes... 
more than eight minutes pooping. That's true. So, I mean, I could read a lesson while I poop. Your poops are like 30 minutes. They are not. <laughs> <laughs> they are not. They are. I have had a thought about us having a podcast about poop. Episode or a whole show about poop? Because, I mean, really, it could go either way. Like recording while... I don't know that I'd go that far. I think I think we would lose listeners very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with some of the uh, straining that goes on. For you? Yeah. Yeah, I might do an episode <laughs> on poop. But I have to... <laughs> I have to research it first. <laughs> you do that shit in incognito mode. Otherwise, Google will be sending you all kinds of ads about laxatives, stool softers. <laughs> Having trouble pooping could be cancer. <laughs> Thanks, WebMD. <laughs> yeah, otherwise you're going to get some really interesting ads. Which, I mean, that might be fun in and of itself. <laughs> might be. So, in non-weight loss related news... Yesterday, we got a kitty. Little tiny kitty. She's the teeniest thing I've ever seen. She literally fits in one hand, and she's got the typical kitty razor claws. Oh, my God. I need to try to clip them today. Good luck with that. Yep. But she's, she's so skinny and scraggly, but then very round in the belly. Yeah. But everywhere else is all just fur and bones. She was a rescue. Don't come at us. Yep. She was a rescue. <laughs> she was allegedly very uh, stinky and crusty <laughs> when they got her. And then we brought her home yesterday. She's been here less than 24 hours. Yeah. So. But we had lost a kitty that. I had had for 15 years last year, and then right around his death anniversary, I got to get in the... In the feels. Yeah, had some kitty feels and started looking, and then our local animal shelter was waiving adoption fees, and so kind of felt like a sign-ish. And then we ultimately decided by doing what we do for all major life decisions... We flipped a coin. Yep. It came up tails because kitties have tails. <laughs> and when you said that, all I could think of was what kind of fucked up headless cats do you see in your dreams? Or you were thinking of that Friends episode. Which because one? ducks have tails. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's I bet what you're I, right. No. I thought that's what you were doing. No, I was trying to imagine the horrors of some of your nightmares, but... Apparently, I was just channeling my inner Chandler. Yep. As you often do. Could I be any more like him? <laughs> so, oh. our existing... I just said so again. Our existing kitty, who's almost nine... She's not a fan of the new kitty. She is not happy. And... She's mad AF. She has claimed our son as her human and Chris as her secondary human. So I was very sad that I didn't have a kitty. Yep. 
And this one snuggled with me all night long. Yeah. And now we've gone to great lengths to make sure that Cece does not imprint on anyone but you. <laughs> you went to get her and bring her home. And then I gave her three or four scritches on the ear. And then I left the room for like four hours. Well, I just sat there and read a book with my kitty. Yep. It was a delightful afternoon. And then overnight, I would see her run down the bed, which has got to be like, you know, Andy Dufresne crawling to freedom. A football field (laughs) size for her. Yep. Down the stairs, into the litter box, and then back, and I'd see her. uh, There were two different times she had to jump twice to get (laughs) up on the bed. Like one time she just, it was the... Almost like you would see in a cartoon. She got her claws up and then just slid down. (laughs) (laughs) She's so tiny that the stairs are even almost too big for her. Yeah. And then she'd jump back up, jump over your feet, and I'd see little curved tail run up, and then it just disappeared behind your bed. Or your head. Yeah. On the bed. She basically slept on my shoulder all night. You sure you got a cat and not a parrot? I know. She's so cute. She's adorable. She loves her mama. Good. (laughs) But her name is Cece, and her middle name is Himera, because we have Greek cats. And geek dogs. So there was Apollo that passed away last year, and our our now old kitty is Nyx. And then Himera was said to be either the daughter or sister of Nyx. There are differing accounts. Which just in and of itself is a little concerning. Yeah. But we all know how the Romans liked to play. Wait, did I say daughter and mother? You said daughter or sister. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant was daughter or sister. And then I started thinking, well, what did I just say? You're just preoccupied with Greeks and their... um, Ancestral ways. Yeah. Ancient Greeks, not modern. This water is really wild. (laughs) Yes. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. It might be good in a pinch. Or maybe with like another flavor added to it, potentially. Like vodka? (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? No, I couldn't because... You never even got buzzed on the wine experiment, which... Vodka would definitely do it, though. (laughs) Jack Daniels? Never. (laughs) Never again? Never again. (laughs) Oh, that's a story we'll have to tell one day on this podcast. One day. How... Never mind. How Amanda got drunk on Jack Daniels. I think that's pretty much it. Accidentally got drunk. That's pretty much the story. At Christmas. It was Thanksgiving. Ah, <laughs> sounds like you want to talk about it. No, I don't. <laughs> we are calling this episode Our Current Events Volume 1 because if we have random miscellaneous things we want to talk about in the future, it can be Volume 2 and so on. 3, 4, 11, This episode really had no purpose except for a menagerie of topics. We wanted to make sure we brought everybody up to speed of what we've been going through and make sure that Nima knew how much of a, an 
influence and inspiration he's been and hope that he keeps up his journey and his podcast. I really enjoy listening to his and it's just him talking and he's just so funny, even just himself, just blabbering on to himself. He's so funny. But that's exactly what we do. Yeah, but we're blabbering on to each other or with each other. Most of the time. Every now and then I go on a weird tangent by myself. Yeah, you do. But you always bring me back. Apparently. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Thanks. See you, bye. See you, bye.